secrets from a coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Law, how was your midwinter festival? Oh, it was fantastic. Do you know what I'm getting the urge for now, though? Go on. It's all about the Jays on this one. It is, I think, time to grab your journal. Let's jump start for January. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. Let's, let's, let's get it happening. Oh. Now, do you know what, Devs? What has always appealed to me about any content around time management, planning, prioritising, is because I think I'm attracted to the content that I need. <laughs> and so I've always found it really interesting looking at how really highly organised people organise their time and how really visionary people set this, you know, enormous imagination. So to think big and yet to think really practically to make sure that you're able to achieve all of those big kind of goals. So um, what in your experience is the benefit of someone taking a little bit of time out to plan and organise and get their thoughts in order. So what, what in your mind is a big benefit of taking some time to do that exercise? Yeah, I think because it sets you up really well and it gives you a focus that if you're drift away as you get to March or April of next year, you can come back to what you did um, at the, you know, at this time of year and just take a moment and go, oh yeah, actually I am remembering what I said I would do. Um, and I always remember one of the exercises that um I did when I first was um, had my coach training. So with Gillian McMichael, who's an amazing person, she sets the task and it's always stuck with me. And I've used it again and again and again with people that says, you know, get your journal and then write this sentence. And the sentence is this. So give it a go if you're listening. Today is the 31st of December 2021. It's been a great year. And these are the reasons why dot, 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 dot. And then have a moment to think about what makes that a great year for you. What is that 2021 going to be about? Um, And I saw say to people, you know, think of at least five things that you want to be looking back on and go, it was a great year because. So you're setting your intent, if you like, for the year ahead. Um, And then if you can make sure you cover all the four cornerstones that make us human. So the physical, the mental, the emotional and the spiritual being of who we are. Um, it just ensures that maybe we can live a compassionate existence and, and have a good focus, which then feeds into how you would then plan and organise your time um, to get the most out of it. But going fast forwarding to that and having that, um, and I've had people in the past write it on an envelope and seal it, um, and then they've got looked back at it at that date. Um, and they, they're amazed at actually how much they have achieved in that period of time even if it wasn't in front of them all of the time, they've just, it's subconsciously gone in and then they've, you know, they've looked for it or they focused on it and they think it's magic. It, it isn't. It's just the fact that they've set themselves up with a great intent and set themselves up for success for the year ahead. Oh, love it. And of course, none of this stuff is complicated, is it? It's just committing to yourself to have the discipline to carve out 20 minutes of, of proper focus, no dithering about, setting yourself up just a moment of being able to actually tap into this stuff. I mean, I find um, 
doing um, exercise. So that actually is my time to take me from the horrors of having to do exercise. How I yeah. transport, transport my mind is um, I'm swimming is my thing. But if you're not able to swim, whether that's walking or, you know, I know some people like to cycle, but whether it's walking or jogging or whatever people do, um, but being able to, as you're gathering pace, I, yeah. I review the 12 months behind and then the 12 months ahead and that's my yes. way of then naturally counting 12 laps or whatever it might be. But I find that a really handy way, not only to distract myself from having to do exercise, but actually it's a really great way to catch up with yourself, mm. especially if there's been some hectic months behind us. I think tidying up your past just clears up a bit of thinking space to think about the future and, yeah, and you know, it gives you a little bit of um, space in your head to kind of think with it. So I know you and I have both got our favourite little tips that over the years people have said they found useful. So what would be something that you would suggest? So after we've done that kind of letter to yourself, which I think is really amazing, very powerful, yeah. what would your next bit of advice be? And then I can then pick up the tactical bit after. Yeah, I think it's once you've done that, it's then about thinking, I'm going to take it and break it down even further. So if that's what I want my best year to look like, then if I'm going to start, I've got to start somewhere. And it's starting now. So even if you leave it to the 1st of January or you're doing it and you're on the 31st or the 2nd, it doesn't matter. It's that bit that says, you know, what I can make some choices here. What are those choices I can make? And then breaking it down into that 90 day plan, I think, is a great way of doing it. So you're not focusing on the whole thing. So it becomes so overwhelming that you're not going to do it. It's just then breaking it down into smaller chunks that are more achievable, you're more likely to feel motivated and to move forward um, with it because it's not too big. And I think that's, you know, and I know your brilliant technique that you use can only help somebody with that, with their 90-day plan. Yeah, yeah. So what is that? Share it, Law. Tell us. Oh, well, I think there's also something quite clever about converting it from a three-month plan. Yes, which is very easy to get lazy and renegotiate those timeframes, is it? Is it the start yeah. of April or is it the very final hour of March? Is it mid-April? So three months, I think, is a little bit vague. Yeah. When you say 90 days, tomorrow is T-89. Yes. The day after is T-88. It sure does 99. <laughs> anyway, I'll get lost on the numbers. I know what you no, mean. It <laughs> but it sure does concentrate the mind in terms of yes. actually... Every day I don't do something, however tiny, to work towards that yeah. goal is potentially losing time, which I think is a really energising way because it's over and above your mood. Yes. Because if there are some things that are part of that plan that you might have woken up that morning thinking, oh, I'm not really in the mood for that, the time frame almost kicks you into action, yeah. whereas I've got three months to achieve something just feels a little bit more vague, you know, and you can kind of put it off. And I think also that's so true, Law, because then it's that bit that says, you know, as long, if you just give five minutes every day on that day, you're going to get five minutes of good stuff coming out of it. You know, so even if you think, oh, I'm not doing it today, you know, you always tell me, I don't know the exact figure of how many minutes have we got in a day that we can potentially use um, that's going to help us. So if you cannot find five minutes that just says I'm going to focus on one thing that's going to help me move forward with whatever it is I've said I want to focus on. And then if you did five minutes that day and celebrate the fact that you've done it, you know, add maybe another five minutes to it the day after. So you're suddenly doing 10 minutes of focused time for you. And yeah, anybody who says I haven't got 10 minutes, I'll go, really? 
are you really sure you don't have any 10 minutes that you can give up to you? Um, Because I bet you can. It's how much do you want it? So here are my two favourite practical bits. Go. Um, So many a times I've done this and I've found this six box exercise, as I call it. Um, I've found this handy when the plan of my life has completely fallen apart in that moment. So it's a great way to get some order back. I think it's also a great way to feel positive and put a smile on your face when you think about the next um, time ahead. So I call it the six box exercise. So there are a couple of sort of things with this. Get a blank sheet of paper, draw out six boxes. And at the top of each of those six boxes, you label it with those six key areas that are relevant to your life right now. So health, um, finance, family, job, um, hobbies, social, whatever those six areas are. Yeah. Um, The second thing is, you put a shelf life at the top. So I would set a um, little title and I'd say um, within the time of today until the 31st of March, these are going to be my focus areas. And what that does is it takes the pressure off this being permanent. Yeah. Because um, putting yourself in a permanent plan, especially when everything is such in a state of flux right now, yeah. I think can um, create a pressure that actually can destate, you know, can um, uh, 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 demotivate you. Yeah. So six boxes put a shelf life at the top so you know the time is limited and then within that you put three bullet points of things that you want to be focusing on no negatives if there's any negative in there take it out yeah and it's three positive worded bullet points so when you look at that list you think okay number one you've compartmentalized which actually can make uh, be energizing rather than it all feeling like sort everything out which yeah. can feel too big and the second thing is is when you look at that list they should make you feel good so amongst yeah. all of the daily slog and the daily grind actually there's some things that every now and then you look back and you think oh yeah actually I meant to do that right let me do that now yeah and um you know that's something that's going to kind of make you feel good so that six box exercise is good for my messy brain yes. to help me feel on top of life rather than getting caught up in it and it's a yeah. great exercise I think to do as a family as well to think right next three months next 90 days yeah. what some things we fancy putting on the um, focus list that we're going to look forward to yeah I think you're right and I remember doing that with you know Carl um my son um and as you said family and it's really important and we would sit there and go you know what do we want 20, the next year to be about you know and and what are the things that we want to be able to achieve and you know I found one of his lists um as I was sorting out some stuff actually you know when he did when he was about 21 I think he's now 26 and it was that bit that just went he's actually achieved everything that he put on that may not have done it in that year, but he certainly achieved it and is actually now on to the next one. So, um, you know, it's just really fascinating to see that if we put our mind to it and plan it and organise it, then we actually can achieve it. And it's that bit that then motivates us. Um, And I think also, Law, your comment about it has to be positive. It has to have that optimistic, that hopeful feeling. Um, because if we get caught up in the negativity of everything, you know, we just drag ourselves down. Um, and that, oh, woe is me bit is not a great place to be for anybody. So if we can flip our thinking around, as I always call it, to go, you know, well, what's the positive here? What could I find in it? Um, what? How is that going to make me feel better about myself? Then why would you not do it? Yeah, And I think yeah. that's really important. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So six box exercise kind of gets your head in the yeah. game. So you think, right, Love it. cool. I've, 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 I'm going to set some value to the future that makes me feel good about it. Fantastic. The next bit then is what you do then the day after you've written this great big grand plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the day after is not the one to go, oh, well, I think that was me oh. in Sunday mode. It's all a bit different on Monday. <laughs> so this is then where I think the discipline from the old classic 21 packets of time which oh, has been this. my sanity saver through, um, through yeah. 2020. Um, I converted it into the 28 packets of time the other week when I had to play around in different time zones. So um, yes. it really helped me keep on top of it and enjoy the time. Yeah. So the 21 packets of time is, you get another bit of paper and um, you have seven columns so that's your Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because for the last two and a half thousand years, humans have been using a Gregorian calendar to demarcate time because it gives us okay. a sense of progression. So that's seven days. Lovely. And then you've got seven packets of waking time each day, morning, afternoon, evening, and then the yeah. fourth packet of time you're then sleeping. So this is great for any shift workers as well, because you might have six different versions of these 21 packets of time, depending yeah. on how your shift sort of pattern works. Um, but again, it's just looking at what might be some low premium and high premium points of the week that you then want to either protect from work or focus on work, because familiarity breeds contempt. If all it is is work, then however much you love your yeah. job, you just start to hate it after time, because there's not much... Yes variety and I think the more variety you can bring in the more mm. it dilutes those individual stresses so if I've just got one person I'm speaking to on a Monday morning and that call doesn't go well yeah. it might still bother you at the end of that day whereas it's a, it might be a disproportionate amount of impact it has because you just haven't had enough variety in the day so I think the 21 pack is a time idea creates not only the discipline to crack on with those things that you know you want to do and to switch off from work as well. But I think it also helps, um, it forces you to put in variety in your day. And humans are, you know, we're, we're, we're born to have variety and we like to look at things. And if the only thing I'm looking at is updates that come up on my phone. Yeah, that's then not potentially great. I'm not spending, yeah, yeah, sort of much of a mix. So the 21 packs of time, I think it's brilliant. It's so handy, so such a useful way to demarcate time. And I think for anyone that has felt either over-consumed by um, one particular area from their life in this year past. It's a fantastic way to set a bit of a fresh energy in the year ahead. Yeah. Um, and actually carve out some time to put those plans in because, you know, you might have set the intent, um, lose a stone, and then you get to March and you go, I've only got three stone more to lose because you've gained... <laughs> Instead of losing one stone, you've gained three. Because you actually you haven't three. put the plan in to meet the intention that you set when you're feeling positive, you know, future focus. And I think it comes back to that, you know, how much do you want it as well? And if you're doing it for you, it has to start. You have to start doing it for you first, um, because otherwise you just go through the motions and it doesn't stick. So that bit about, you know, sticky learning, you know, making sure you're doing it for you is the first step to do it with. And then she'll bring everybody with you. Of course you will, because that's the type of individual you are. Like you're with your 21 or 28 packets of time, you know, otherwise you couldn't have been any good, you know, at home if you hadn't planned it in the right way for you that gave you the variety and that you consciously put in time to spend you know with family as well and I think that's what's really important variety is everything and we have to mix it up a bit every now and again we have to have a go at that and we all can we're all creative 
you know what's really cool? Just stuck it in my mind. Go on. I've had conversations with all sorts of people the last couple of weeks, very different age ranges from me. Okay. And one thing that does seem to be coming out is, um, regardless of age, making it visual is key. Yes. So no matter how online your professional or your personal life is, actually what seems to separate the people that actually crack on and make stuff happen is they have... Um, photos or images or vision boards yeah. around them. They actually convert those thoughts that are in your mind as something visual because then it means you're looking at it all the time. Yes. And then your your home then becomes your advertising yeah. space, doesn't it? It does, you know, and yeah. Am I looking at things that drag me down or am I looking at things that cheer me up? So I thought that really struck me is how e- e- e isn't, this isn't just for people that are, you know, remember a time when you sent letters. Mm. For everyone, actually, it seems to be that making things visual, yes. so everywhere you look, you're getting reminded of these positive plans you have in place, yeah. seems to Definitely. be something that actually is an evergreen um, habit. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and it lasts, if you, once you do get into the habit, um, because, you know, it can take us anything from 20 days to 240 days to get into the habit and re- reframe it, if you like, and realign it in our brain. And um, one lady is actually um, talking about putting on three stone or not putting on three stone. She's actually written her focus in her cupboard. So every time she goes to a cupboard, she it opens the cupboard and then she's got it like staring her in the face. So it stops her from just, you know, maybe getting that packet of biscuits or or something like that. Because she said, I can't not buy biscuits because that's my, you know, rest of my family eat them. But she's now got that visualisation or that visual reminder of what she's doing and why she's doing it, I think. That's the other thing. Um, you know, and it's not unrealistic um, because we had a big conversation about who, who does she aspire to be? And I sort of challenged her because she had some skinny mini as she had it. Um, and I went, but is that really you? And she went, no. I said, so who are you? And I said, so who do you aspire to be? Um, and she just said, actually, I just aspire to be a lesser version of myself, a three stone lighter version of who I am already. And and that's the motivation rather than comparing, going back to comparing, which we talked about before, you know, um, to other things or other people. Just be you, be comfortable with you. Yeah. Love it. Um, so anything else to add in our practical jump starting mm. January? So we've got our journal. Yes. We've got a few things that we've put down. We've got our journal. What, well, yeah. Would be some tips for um the January jump start. Um, I think just recognition, I think as well, recognition for what you have done. Um, thinking about, you know, certain things like so how resilient have you actually been this year? Um, I think, you know, more than ever, we've certainly learned how to be even more resilient than we actually probably thought we could be. And we've been really smart in finding ways of adapting, I think, um, and not staying still. So a bit foxy, as you would call it, Law, um, and starting to fox it and starting to think about, you know, what what are the things that have brought you some joy and pleasure this year? Because, yeah, or you know, in 2020, because there will be some um, and whatever it is for you, that's what's really important. Um, and also this bit about, you know, work has potentially changed for everybody this year. So, you know, how has it changed? Um, and how do you want, you know, what do you want to remind yourself of what you've done to be able to change with it? And and what will you take into 2021? So, you know, if you're still looking for a job because, you know, you're in that unfortunate position of not having one, you know, think about, you know, what can I do to be um, creative, create variety, be resourceful, um, start looking at my transferable skills, you know, recognising what I'm really great at. Um, and I think that can only help. So a little bit of you know reflection and carrying forward the bits that you know are going to help you rather than hinder you into 2021. I think that's really key. 
yeah, looking at it from there. It. Sorry, Lord. my um, things. <laughs> Sorry, we're on a roll then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so reliance on technology. I mean, blimey, that's like life, isn't it, Debs? You're on a roll, you get disrupted. The key then is then how quickly you're able to get back on track, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And just going, really? Yeah, right now? But hey, let's just go with the flow and move forward from it. Absolutely. <laughs> Real Which life. Actually, I think is the ultimate benefit of having a plan. Because yes. if I've got no plan to fall back on, then I've only got my mood to fall back on. Oh, that's a good catch, Law. And if I got disrupted when I was already feeling a little bit low mood, then I'm certainly not going to get back unless there's a plan to return to. So it's almost like your resting level of fitness, isn't it? That is the definition yes. of fitness. That's How true. quickly it takes for you to get back to your resting level of fitness. And I think that's a benefit of a plan. Definitely. Because it means that you've got something to default to on the days that go faulty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true absolutely and keeps you on track right and reminds you of where you're heading yeah definitely yeah. good catch i love that law yeah 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 in the meantime what's what's how many packets of biscuits is siri buying for you now <laughs> now that that's the bit that she's buying about 28 dinner. actually yeah, <laughs> 28 absolutely. packets of biscuits <laughs> brilliant right so let's wrap up with some practical tactical yes. takeaways so here we are on the bridge of one year moving into the next. Yep. The Chinese have already said in their zodiac animal um, calendar that next year, Debbie Green, the lucky colour is green. There yes. we go. I think the clue's in the name. Um, <laughs> so uh, as we get set and bring in some of that green, fresh energy yep. for 2021, in order to jumpstart January then, what would be some key practical takeaways? So my key practical takeaways would be to make sure that you, like we've just done, come back to the moment that you may have just got distracted from and remind yourself of what you're doing it for. I think that's the first one. So again, breathing. Just don't forget that focus on your breath can really help you do that. And I suppose my last um, one would be around um, doing a gale. I know we've spoken about gale before, but it's such a really brilliant tool to be able to tap into um it's just to remind yourself of you know what what you are grateful for what you have accomplished or achieved you know what you, you know, what and how you've improved and what are you learning about yourself and others and i think you can just adapt that and move with it and i think that would be keep keep in mind doing a gale nice love it um well devs may i just say i am so grateful for this little pet project of ours that has been the little secrets of a coach podcast so yes. um long may it, uh, continue then in the new year so that's fab what have we accomplished well the art of lighting yourself to shift <laughs> to shift the years and the pounds the art of lighting i think is something that i certainly have accomplished this year um what have i improved upon um well gosh everything really i mean l plates this year all round and yeah. um what have i learnt i've learnt that when you surround yourself by fantastic people, life just feels a little bit more doable. So thank you for that, oh. Devs. And here we go, 2021. I'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side, Law. Love you lots. Love you. Bye. Debs and I wish you a very happy new year. We can't wait to see you on the other side. Join us for more insights, more amazing guests. And in January, we're going to be looking in particular at how to maximise your motivation.
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Secret Summer Coach. We'd love to hear from you. Email us on info at wishfish.org.uk. Hold up. 